0: This is episode number 189, and today we'll discuss the worst kind of Christian you can imagine. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. My name is Travis Albritton, your friendly neighborhood Bible teacher. Each week, we'll dive into the tips, tricks, and hacks that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective Christian. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of Practical Christian training. So today is part three of our four-part mini-series called Christians on the Hot Seat. If this is your first uh, listen on this mini-series, this week's episodes, basically just talking about Christians that are at risk of walking away from their faith because of a particular situation or mindset that they've adopted that really lends itself to separating you from God, and, and really are looking at it from the perspective not of finger-pointing and telling other people why they need to shape up, but really for self-reflection and to think, are there any blind spots that I've missed? Are there any things in my life that I really need to address because a couple years, maybe a couple decades from now, it could spell the end of my faith? And so, uh, so far we've talked about worldly Christians and ignorant Christians and why those are both really dangerous places to stay. And today we're going to talk about something that God detests above all else. The most precarious hot seat of them all, prideful Christians. Now, the most obvious version of the prideful Christian is the person who believes that they are God's gift to mankind. They're self-seeking, attention-seeking, and very people-pleasing. You know, the prideful Christian's most pressing concern at all times is, how does this make me look? Because it's all about them. When you are consumed with pride, or have allowed pride to take root in your character. You're always comparing yourself to other people, trying to measure up, or try and figure out how do I, you know, stay on the top of the social ladder, so to speak. Um, how do I be seen as the most spiritual person? Not necessarily how can I be more spiritual, but how can how can I have the reputation that I want to have? And it's all self seeking. It's all about themselves it's all about what being a christian can do for them and when you take credit for what god has done you cannot be in an intimate personal relationship with him because that is what pride is at its root is taking credit for something that god has done you know the bible teaches us in james that every good gift comes from god everything everything that you are and everything that you have is a gift from God. And whenever you use those gifts to do anything worthwhile, it is only because God has enabled you to do it. So, everything needs to glorify God. Everything you do in your life should point people back to God who is the source of those things and not to each one of us individually who are just the vessels or the messengers or the the delivery system for those gifts. And the reason that pride creates a wall between you and God, is that when you're too concerned with yourself, then you don't even think about God. You don't even think about what God desires. And so you substitute relationship and intimacy with God, which is at the core of what it means to be a Christian, with religion, with tradition, with going to church, and doing the right things. You essentially become really, really good at acting out a Christian's life But at the heart of it, it's still very much about yourself. It's still very much about what does this offer to me? And you'll even see it and notice it in your prayer life where you're always asking God to grant your desires, but you're never really asking Him for help in growing in your character. Right? You're more concerned about, I want this, or I feel like I need this, or I want this awesome thing to happen because I want people to think highly of me, or I want to feel good about myself but it's not about me growing as a person so I can be more like Jesus. Does that make sense? And so that's kind of the more overt, more obvious, prideful Christian. The more subtle, and I would argue deadlier version of this, is the Christian who thinks they don't need God. Now, let me explain this, because if you're in this situation, you would never utter those words. You would never say, I don't need God, or I don't need Jesus, right? But deep down, you might think, I don't need him as much. Right? I needed Jesus when I first became a Christian cuz man was I messed up. But now, you know, I'm a pretty good person. I don't swear. I don't I don't get drunk. You know, I don't hit my wife like I go to church. I'm a pretty good person. I don't really need Jesus anymore. I don't really need God anymore. You know, they've gotten me to the point now where they can they can go and help somebody else. And when you do that, you'll continue to go through the motions because it's what you're supposed to do, but you'll also lose touch with the reality of your situation. And Jesus rebukes these Christians. Jesus rebukes the Christians that say, I don't really need God anymore. In Revelation chapter three, in verse 17, he says this, you say, I am rich. I have acquired wealth and do not need a thing, but you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, poor blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire so you can become rich and white clothes to wear so you can cover your shameful nakedness and salve to put on your eyes so you can see. You see, we might think that we have it all together or that you don't really need God to help you in your life, but the truth is you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind and naked in all of the areas that truly matter, right? Not that you have a house or that you have clothes or that you can see, but spiritually you are poor, you you are, you're bankrupt and you have nothing to offer. And so the day that you stop needing God is the same day that you lose the core and the essence of your faith, which is that you desperately need a savior, And you cannot possibly live a life that's pleasing to God without Jesus actively at work in your life. It's just not possible. And so just to wrap up, pride is a silent killer. It's something we don't talk about nearly often enough, but it is totally wrecking and and shipwrecking people's faith. And if you recognize that, yeah, I'm a people pleaser, You know, I I really care way too much about what people think and that becomes, that dictates how I live. Or if you don't feel like you need God to help you on a daily basis, like you find yourself in that second category, I would urge you to fix that. Because when you're living the way that God intended for you to live, you are fixated, you are obsessed with how to bring God as much honor as possible. And as a result of that, you are also acutely aware of your own filthiness saying that you are naked and pitiful and poor is not a problem because you're like yes the closer I get to the light the closer I get to God the more exposed I become and so the closer you get to the light the more exposed you will feel as well so if you don't feel exposed it's not because you're better than the rest of us it's because you're not even close to the light well that is it for today Make sure to smash that subscribe button to get daily practical tips, just like this one. This podcast is ad-free, thanks to my Patreon supporters. If you'd like to partner with me in helping Christians around the world be more effective for God, just go to patreon.com forward slash podcast and consider becoming a patron. And if this episode has helped you or challenged you in some way, please pass it along to one person who would benefit from it. Every day is an opportunity to grow closer to God and make a positive impact on the people around you. Take action with what you've learned and help make the world a little more like heaven. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you soon.